Podcasts are an independent way for podcasters like me to bring a local voice to your ears. At the Spent the Rent Podcast, we strive to raise awareness of topics that affect the often underrepresented. Our title sponsor, Oregon Cashflow Pro, offers free money management advice that can help you take control of your finances. At OregonCashflowPro.com, you will find videos to guide you towards your goal of financial freedom. For more info, there will be a link in the show notes. The following podcast is available on all major streaming sites, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. You can now listen to all previous episodes, donate to the podcast, and buy shirts directly from the Spent the Rent podcast at our newly designed official website, strpod.com. Beauty comes in all shapes and sizes, and the fashion industry is constantly trying to fight this fact. A positive body image is crucial to a healthy lifestyle, and this can be a challenge to maintain. Today we are joined by a representative of a Lane County clothing boutique who is dead set on building self-confidence and changing the lives of women who refuse to be defined by social standards. Joining us next, the Defiant Divas. Spent the Rent Podcast. I am your host, Self-Esteem Boat Willie. Today we are joined by Amy Marie of the Defiant Divas. Amy, welcome. Thanks for having us. So it's a tremendous honor to have you guys. I want to give a shout out to James Betzer. He's the one that made this happen. So shout. Hi, James. <laughs> he messaged me and said you should try to have Amy on. Uh, they do some really good work in the area. And so I, I reached out and I'm glad you agreed to do it. I'm five for five on the people I've asked to do this, which is crazy. So um, let's just get right into it. So what is the Defiant Divas? How did it get started? Um, well, Michelle Lyons um, actually started it by having a garage sale of all things. Um, she realized how quickly her plus size clothing were selling to women that were coming into the garage sale and realized there might be a need for a... Uh, you know, a resale boutique that maybe catered to women who were having a hard time finding cute clothing. And so it actually started with plus size clothing. Right. And then it kind of grew from there. And when she started the boutique, um, she was actually starting by having a um, fashion show. And she was looking for women to come and show off the clothing from the boutique. And she realized the confidence she was creating in the women that were right. walking in the fashion show. Allowing that to be an option. Essentially right. not fitting in a zero or right. whatever. I mean, the little I know about women's clothing, I do know that the sizing is like just brutal. Like how it's like a zero is somebody that needs to, like somebody that would focus on diet. Do you know what I mean? Like not naturally. Well, I don't know how to word that. but Well, and the boutique actually carried all sizes. All sizes, absolutely, right. Absolutely. But it began with plus sizes. And yeah, I mean, they are hard to well, find. Well, I'm sure that even for smaller women that that's also an issue. Because if, you know, it's like if you're stuck shopping in the little kids clothes, like everything's different schemes and not maybe as, hopefully not as revealing. It is 2018, but. Well, I think what we overlook <clears throat> with women's clothing too is that all of us have self-esteem issues. Right. Not just plus every, size women. I think everyone yes. does. Yes. You know, male, female, or whatever gender. You know, right. then, so yeah. And I think what she realized was that these women were really nervous backstage, but then once they actually got out there and were walking the catwalk, they were full of confidence. Right. And it just, it reinforced that she was changing, she was changing these women's 
views of themselves. Right. So she just wanted to build on that. So there's 25 divas now? Approximately. Right. Um, we're always growing. Right. So. How do you become a diva? Uh, the process is, um, you know, we have an online page on Facebook. So it's the divas. It's a fan page. And you can reach out to us through there. Send a message. And then there's there's a tri- trial period of about three months where you um, attend events as a supporter right. and kind of show show your um, your interest and your commitment to to being a diva. And there's you know there's some general rules we have about being a diva, which is you know not being a jerk, right. um, being considerate of each other, always being positive and supportive of all of your fellow divas. I mean, there's a few more right general. So rules. that's something maybe we can link in the description. Absolutely, if aspiring divas listening right now, not you, James. But, <laughs> but, uh, so Michelle is from the area and it's funny that you're the one talking about it, but she sent you. So, well, believe it or not, Michelle's actually from Arizona and that's okay. actually where she's at oh, right now. Okay, right. <laughs> she's visiting family. So, so, um, is that something maybe that at one point would spread? We can talk about that later. Like the divas in cross country. There's it's... actually divas in Arizona as well. Oh, wow. Yeah. That... We are, we are the Oregon divas, but there's a, there's a small group down in Arizona. But it where was started it was... here. Yes, it was. It began here, nice. right here in Springfield. Cool. So, you you mentioned the fashion shows and photo shoots, and that's became a big part of what you do as uh, the fashion shows. Tell yeah, me, tell that's me a our, little bit about that. Like, what does that consist of? Our biggest event of the year is the fashion show that we do. We do it each year, and um, this past year it started with a theme. We did a black tie event, and we usually do it at the Hilton um, over off Gateway. And all of the divas will walk in three or four different categories of different clothing. And uh, recently we showed off a, a line of clothing one of our divas actually promotes. She's um, got a home business. And so we we all wore her clothing too for one of our walks. And um, we like to support each other with our our businesses. So that's a, that's a huge part of being a diva too, is just supporting each other within like an internal sort of support for each other. So that was part of what we incorporated into the fashion show. Nice. But, um, you know, we do usually a specialty drink and all the profit from that goes towards a specific charity. Um, we, this year did paintings, sold the paintings. Um, they were actually specially done paintings that were, actually um something the divas got together and painted their breasts and pressed them <laughs> nice. on canvas nice. and then those those paintings were sold um as an auction and then the all of the proceeds went to um i believe we we donated everything to women's space this year well and the people that bought them surprisingly are probably across the board right like it's not it's like different reasons that people want it such right? a variety yeah i mean some were family members of the people who right. made them you know husbands so they can destroy and... it <laughs> no, no, no. some were just um community members that right. were there yeah and then for different reasons i mean i've kind of understood how liberating that can be you know because obviously the the goal is not objectification you know you know what i mean so to be liberating i get that so that's cool you know yeah it was it was pretty cool and we were able to raise over 700 dollars for women's space nice so you do a lot of different charities and a lot of different events a big one you have coming up is the chili cook-off right what is that all about well, we all get together and we have a few different types of chili you can try. There's usually a vegetarian or vegan option. And um, this year we're going up against Ophelia's Place, 
who is the charity that we'll be donating all proceeds to. Um, but they'll be making chili and we'll be making chili. And if you want to come and taste test it, it's right. $5. And then you can vote and we'll have a winner. And there's going to be live music with the Bi- Viper Cats. We were going to have them on the podcast. We tried, but because they do all covers, I didn't want to get sued. Yeah. <laughs> they're wonderful. Though. I did they... listen to their music. Check out the Viper Cats. People. Yeah. They're pretty awesome. They are awesome. We love them. They come to a lot of our events and perform. And so it's always a good time. Lots right. of dancing and, and just upbeat energy. So when is that and where is that? That's going to be September 30th at Ophelia's Place, which is at 1577 Pearl Street in Eugene. So it's going to be from 11 to 4, with the cook-off being between noon and 3. And one of our divas actually has a food truck, and she'll be there, too, with Cowgirl Cooking. Oh, nice. So you they have the home field advantage, so that's not fair. Right? <laughs> well, they won't be actually. I don't think they'll be participating necessarily with the chili cook-off. I don't know. She might be making a chili, but the actual food truck itself is like a separate entity you can try out. For anyone that doesn't know, what is Ophelia's Place? Ophelia's Place helps um, teenage girls in the community. Um, They assist with runaways, um, but a lot of just a lot of different things. I mean, if the girl if a girl is going through a tough time and she needs to sit down with someone and just have someone to talk to, they're allowed to be there and just kind of hang out. There's a there's a general area where people can relax and just kind of decompress. And but they help with a lot of things. Um, I know they help with clothing and some other things. And we've. We've worked with Ophelia's Place quite a bit. Nice. Where's that located? It's, again, 1577 Pearl Street, Eugene. Oh, you already Mm -hmm. said that. Okay, (laughs) good. So, um, you know, the charity, how do you you find out about the charities that you work with, typically? That's a big, that's a tough question. But what, I mean, what's a major one that you do work with? Um, Well, we work with quite a few. Um, Right now, we've been working with Lane Bloodworks a lot. Um, We were able to do a pinup car wash just a couple of months ago and raise I think we had over two gallons of blood um, wow. that were gathered within the the time frame that was allowed for us and that was more than um, any anybody in the community had raised in quite some time so we're pretty proud of the presence that we have so that we can pull in people to come and and hang out with us and do good things for the community right how long has the divas been a thing Um, Well, she started the pop boutique, which ran for a year between 2012 and 2013. Right. And so that's when things really began. Um, So 2012 was when when everything. And it really took off when you started doing more photo shoots and fashion shows and that kind of stuff. Yeah. So when she actually opened the permanent boutique in 2014 was when things really took off. She started doing the fashion shows and. And photo shoots within the boutique. There was actually a photo room specifically for photo shoots. Wow. So I noticed on Google it does say permanently closed. And so that is, I mean, is there not a storefront currently? There is not currently a storefront. It's kind of in a, like a changing, we're kind of metamorphosizing. Like yeah, yeah. We're, we're thinking about some different options. And so for now, we're kind of back to the pop-up boutique at right. different events. Which is good. And then, so is there a common thread of where you like to host those or is it just all over? So, you know, we do a lot of different events. Um, Some of the ones that we center around are car shows. Um, We do love to dress in pinup and do some some, like 50s vibes. So absolutely rockabilly. So a lot of what the boutique is focused on selling right now would be the rockabilly style, um, Mm. Western wear and biker wear. 
So she likes to pop up where those styles are going to be more prominent. So, yeah, the car shows have been one. But, you know, she'll do a lot of our events like the the chili cook off and things like that. She'll probably I mean, that's cool because when you go to those things, especially a car show, it's like it's not really directed towards women a lot. I mean, obviously, everyone loves cars, you know, but (laughs) as far as getting clothing, that's a pretty sweet thing that you can kind of separate from your partner or whatever, you know, to do, if you're not into that, the guy can walk away or whoever, you know, that's pretty cool. Well, and when we're there, you, you know, typically we're there dressed up, um, in these, you know, beautiful dresses and we have a lot of women kind of going, where did you get that? So we can kind of direct them towards the boutique. And it's literally right there. That's a pretty, that's a pretty smart. So they can check out the dresses that we've been wearing and get one for themselves. Right. So you you said you work with both adults and teens. I wanted to touch on what we had talked about off air about suicide prevention as a major uh, topic that you guys focus on. What uh, charity do you work with with that? We actually do the the walk for suicide prevention. Okay. Um, but to touch on the part that we actually work with teens too, we actually have an offshoot division of the divas that's called the Dauntless Divas where it's um, ages 13 to 18. Mm-hmm. And we encourage girls starting at a younger age to um, be body positive and Right, which so. is a, a, probably the hardest time in, in life for anyone, I think, as a teenage girl. Absolutely. You know, you know, and, and you know, a lot of us can recognize that a lot of the damage that was done to our self-esteem was done as teens. And we've had to overcome it and work really hard to sort of regain our self image and you know where we can start with these teenage girls now and build them from where they're at so that maybe they don't have to do as much work once they get older i mean as a man i know that i've learned a lot about the cruelty that can come from girls you know absolutely but i think also it's like having to i mean i i have two stepsons so i'm grateful (laughs) no but having daughters would be difficult because you have to find ways to take the the beauty and the looks out of it but at the same time you want to encourage it because that's you know that's such a tough thing to for a kid because they want to not be invisible but also not be like based off of their looks so that's such Absolutely. a tough thing to navigate i'm you know, glad you know? i'm actually glad you mentioned that because like a, a huge part of the divas is you know one of our cardinal rules is to just be kind to each other as far right. as you know we walk into a room and genuinely 20 other women in the room will look at you and go, oh my gosh, you look beautiful today. And you know they genuinely mean it. Right. We don't tear each other down. We build each other up. And I think that the standard should be set comparative to yourself. Like everybody always wants to compare each other to the next person. And I think that that's for anyone, male, female, whatever, the beauty comes from each individual. So it's like if you're at your best self, that's going to shine. And I think that's what's lost. And that's what I mentioned in the intro about how the industry, the fashion industry wants to fight the fact that beauty comes in all shapes and sizes because, you know, I mean, that's not what defines beauty is so subjective. And I think it comes from a reflection of the individual self respecting themselves. Absolutely. Attractive confidence. Because we've all known people that are so bitter and angry and it's like, they may be a good looking person to start with, but you'll see the ugliness that is their anger and, Hey, and those people need love too and need encouragement and whatnot. So, and women are notorious for being catty. Oh, yeah. And just awful Especially to each other. Especially teens, you know, yeah. that they're brutal. I mean, you know, my stepson even has 
evolved in the last year because of that rapper that died, which is interesting. It's kind of off the point, but that triple X that I guess he was abusive and he had to learn from it. And that's something that I think gets forgotten. It's like people, you know, I talk about this a lot on the podcast. People make mistakes and then people want them to just go away. And that's not going to fix the problem because then essentially you're creating pockets where people are getting left behind. And so that goes for the bully as well. Like even the female bullies we're talking about that those people, a lot of times it's because I feel like they don't get, they don't feel, they feel inferior in their mind. So therefore if they put someone else down, put them right below them, then they'll be okay, you know, in their mind. And it's such a sick way of doing it because then no one can grow. Right. And we're all about growth as, as individuals and as a group. Right. We all just support and encourage each other. I mean, the strength in numbers, as far as with, it's, you know, I understand the independent woman model and what you're trying to do, but also it's probably intimidating when you got a bunch of rockabilly girls that are like, well, whoop your ass. Well, <laughs> you, know, you know, like if, if there's any, cause I think in, in nightlife and all the stuff that I think, especially in your young years during your youth, you want to go out and you want to have fun and you don't want your drinks to be roofied. <laughs> you know, I mean, I say true. it's so nonchalant, but it's such a fact. You yeah. Know? I mean, it's something, especially living in a college town that if you're not aware of it, you're not looking, you know, it's present. So uh, I think that the group as a whole would be really empowering for individual women that may be shy or Mm -hmm. maybe I'm sure that a lot of women started the divas. I think to be a diva, you have to be kind of outspoken. So, so the term defiant diva though, the reason that that is what it is, is that we are trying to, to defy the original Meaning of diva, right. though. I mean, yes, we look good doing what we do, but we aren't, you But know, there shouldn't be a model that's, like, essentially you shouldn't... And when you picture a defiant diva, there shouldn't be one type of person. No, right? and we Is have... kind of the goal? I mean, all of our, our ladies are completely different. We all come from different walks of life. I mean, look and at Ruth Bader Ginsburg, right? She's a diva. Ruth Bader Ginsburg, and she's a tiny, quiet little woman. I watched that little documentary they did on her. It was good. But... Right. I mean, essentially, she's she's one of the strongest women in history. And yet she's a mousy little quiet woman who speaks only when it's necessary. But she has a bark. Yeah. So and her moves have changed the world, you know. And we have, like I said, we have small, quiet women and we have robust, loudmouth women. I mean, we are all things in between it's so. the ones that don't talk much you have to watch out for uh, we joke about that <laughs> no, in our, no. we actually do we joke about that we have a couple of quiet ladies in the group and we always joke about that but that's but we're friend. all we're all just as important and it's just it's important for us to show that um you know beauty comes in all shapes and sizes right well i think punk rock which defiance i think is a big part of punk rock and i think that the biggest part that makes something punk rock like there's always an argument in punk rock music like oh they're not punk and to me, what defines punk rock is nonconformity, period. So just not fitting in somebody's predetermined viewpoint. So that the Defiant Divas is pretty punk rock. Absolutely. Way, you know? <laughs> I agree. So what else did you want to touch on? I know you have some notes that you're looking at. Um, well, I, I guess I was just looking at, you know, we have some other events coming up. You said um, something off off air about the, what was it? The zombie. We have the zombie prom. We're actually working with another charity, which is the Modified Dolls of Oregon. Which there is a lot. Uh, there are. I yes. think nowadays, if you don't have piercings and tattoos, then you're actually 
kind of the minority. Which it is, seems as if, and yeah, and you know, maybe that's just in our community because we're a pretty liberal right. community in well, Eugene like, and Springfield. I don't know if I've ever been to a hospital and had a nurse that didn't have a tattoo. Uh, yeah, I actually women, recently I think noticed more that, more than too. men, you know, nowadays yes. have, have a lot of color, which is really cool. Yeah. And they choose better art. Like, I just have a dagger and a snake. No, but... <laughs> no, no. Uh, so you have different... Ch- Sorry, I got off the point. You have different charities um, that you work with. You said the the zombie prom. That's something that's been going on a long time. I've never gone, but where is that going to be this year? It's going to be at Old Nick's Pub in Eugene, which is at 211 Washington Street. Does that get pretty big? I mean, has it? was it there last year? It was. Um, we've actually never participated in this particular event. This is new for us. This is new for the divas, but we're super excited. We've all seen the Facebook pictures of the zombie prom that people go to. Yeah. I know it's a big deal. I want to say that it used to be at the Indigo District, or I guess it hasn't been the Indigo District since the 2004 or whatever. You just totally dated yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Level up. (laughs) I got to date myself. No one else will. But, um, the level up arcade which used to be the district and was the Indigo district. I'm pretty sure that's where they did the zombie proms. Those seem pretty fun. Yeah, we're excited to work with the Modified Dolls. Um, we've done some work with them before, but it's been a little while. And so we're, we're really looking forward to um, combining efforts because they do a lot of good with the community as what well. What is their whole thing about? It's obvious, kind of self-explanatory, but... Um, they are, you know, they, they operate a lot like we do, uh, the Divas. They have, you know, a few more criteria because you do have to have um, visible tattoos and piercings right. to be a modified doll. But they are also a 5013C, which is a nonprofit charity status, right. which is what we're working on as well. Right. Um, so we're just really excited to team up with them and be able to do... That's awesome. Do, is do that a pretty together. lengthy process to get the nonprofit... Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's We've been working on it for a little while. That's why Michelle's not here. She's probably banging her head against the wall. Possibly. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Quite possibly. <laughs> so, well, that's exciting. Uh, did you already mention when the prom was? No. So that's going to be on October 12th. So that's good because this, you know, this new podcast is such a new thing that it takes a while for, I mean, I'll see it'll get like a flood in seven days, even though I'm, I'm doing an episode tomorrow. So we will link this on Facebook and share it everywhere, but Sometimes it gets lost in the shuffle and then pops back up. So that's good. Give some time for that. And the cook-off was again when? September 30th. September 30th. So that's around the corner. Yep. So that's good. So uh, you also had one more thing to mention. Yeah, we actually have a pinup Halloween contest, which is open to the public, um, which is going to be at the Mohawk Tavern on October 21st from 4 to 6 p.m. Where? So your Facebook page, which we'll link in the description, is that a really... The best source for events that are coming up because it's always there's more details and yes and it's a fan page and it's just the divas just the divas the divas wow and then is there more than one the divas though uh, not that i know of i mean it should come up that's as crazy the first i mean locally i'm sure that it'll, locally, it'll, yeah. it'll obviously come up which facebook is pretty intuitive with that it's a necess- yeah. it's a necessary evil <laughs> right. we'll direct that i mean if, if someone can't remember that that's on them but we will direct that in the description so, Amy, I want to thank you for coming. Um, you know, I look forward to I'd like to have more female guests on the show. So I'm going to be picking your brain on who. Absolutely. And some other causes and some of the people you mentioned, I'll probably try to talk to as well. I'm going to end the show today with something really special. So this is a 16 year old girl. Her name is Samantha Schaffner. She's from Eugene, Oregon, and she's about to blow up when it comes to music. I felt like it would fit the topic and kind of 
girl power type stuff. So here we go. Samantha Schaffner's new single, Pieces. You take it better than the last one. He old knows that you're taking me up higher into truth. But now I keep you grounded. And call it what you want, but it ain't love. You say fuck, you walk away when it's too much. And I'm stupid for trying. Tell me, tell me all day Begging, baby, baby, I'll change Only to turn to the same page Oh, bright boy About the peace you thought you brought Oh, you a cry, boy You're the one who can't be alone I wish you would Stop it. She's grown far from your control. 